What up, though, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Daily Upside. I'm your host, Keenan Rivals. If you're new to this show, if this is your first time here, we talk about sports card investing and sports cards news, and we try to do it every day. Today, I'm just giving you guys a little recap of the market, you know, some updates from what happened yesterday. And I'm thinking that's what I'm going to start making Daily Upside, uh, just kind of a market update, you know, not going to, not going to go into too much detail. I'm actually bringing back the uh, original podcast that so many of you were used to, where I kind of just sit down and give my thoughts. So we'll be able to do both here, give you guys a little bit of update and just give you some thoughts on the market. So you should be getting a lot of episodes in your inbox very, very soon. Before we get into today's show, definitely want to let you guys know about what I'm doing on social media. Shoot me a follow over there. Yesterday on Instagram, I posted a snippet from the podcast and kind of gave uh, you know, Instagram, my insight on what I saw with select and we got a lot of engagement on that one, 22 comments. So if you haven't already go to Instagram, hit up the high upside show and give your feedback on if you think select can outdo prism. Also shoot me a follow on Twitter. Again, that's where I'm just going to give you guys the most up-to-date information. Yesterday we dropped the sports cards pick of the week. So definitely want to check that out. And, you know, we talked about some top shot things as well as just some basketball. So, yeah, do me a favor. Follow me on those platforms. Let me know you're from the show. I'll shoot you a follow back. And obviously, if you haven't already, like and subscribe to the YouTube channel. Definitely helps with the algorithm. We need that so we can reach more people and further push this hobby. Now, getting into some sports cars news today, The Athletic did a post on Nikola Jokic and talking about him being the MVP and how he's just writing like a new a chapter for centers, you know, and obviously right now, Jokic through 14 games, he's averaging a triple double somewhere around like 25, 26 points, like 11 or 12, 11 or 12 boards and about 10 assists. Um, he might even be leading the league in assists. I'm not hundred percent sure, but I'm, I'm pretty sure he's right up there. And yeah, man, Jokic is killing it right now. I'm a big fan. Um, I, I really like what he's doing. Uh, the Denver Nuggets, they're not even at hundred percent capacity yet. So once that happens, you know, as J. Michael Green said, they're going to be unstoppable. So it's going to be really exciting to kind of see that happen. I know Michael Porter Jr. is supposed to be due back pretty soon once he passes his conditioning test. And yeah, man, Jokic is leading the way for big man. You know, Giannis is obviously a dominant force. We got Joel Embiid, who's an all-around player. But I like what Jokic is doing. And, you know, if we had to end the season right now, you know, the MVP would be tight between him and Joel Embiid. But uh, I think with Jokic averaging a triple-double, we, we probably have to go with him if we ended it today. I think long-term and beats impact will kind of outperform Jokic's, especially once Michael Porter Jr. comes back, once Jamal Murray gets under his feet. But yeah, a lot of good things for Jokic. So if you're investing in him or if you're thinking about it, check out this article and, and see what you think. See if he's a good uh, long-term play for you. Another good article to read for investors is by Bleacher Report. They did their early season report cards. I'll leave this one in the description below, but essentially they gave a report card grade for every team. And a little in-depth, like, you know, write-up of why they gave them that grade. So you see the Atlanta Hawks got a C. The Boston Celtics got a B plus. And, you know, a, a lot of teams to me were shocking. You know, there's a lot of Ds and Cs. And, you know, there were some As where it was kind of like weird to me. I think one that really got me was uh, Memphis. They got an A minus. Um, so, you know, kind of weird in that regard. I don't really think of them as an A minus team. But maybe they're grading based on, like, you know, they're doing the best they can with what they got. And then uh, Miami Heat, they got a D plus. And they have been playing kind of shaky, but that's a little harsh, you know, for the, for the Eastern Conference champions. So definitely check out this article. Again, I'll leave the link in the description. These are really good to read, just so you can kind of know what's going on 
in, in the world of sports. You know, it's, it's, you need to know if a guy's going to get traded or if a guy's on the trading blocks or, you know, you need to know what's going on with the people that you invest in. So definitely keep up to date with websites like The Athletic as well as Bleacher Report. And that's kind of why I share them in the beginning of these episodes is to kind of help out with that. Now, moving on to more of the investment side, um, another brief you know snippet here about NBA Top Shot, LeBron James's cosmic NBA Top Shot moment. This is the one where he just, uh, you know, he, he dunks on whoever this guy is. It, it, it's probably the most like iconic NBA Top Shot moment right now because I think it was one of the first legendary ones. Uh, you know, it just sold for $39,000. So that is like a... That's like the second highest uh, top shot moment of all time. I think the highest was the uh, the, the tribute dunk to Kobe. Um, I think that one sold for like forty seven thousand. But yeah, this one at thirty nine thousand is the second you know highest uh, moment ever sold. And yeah, it, it just sold like not that long ago, maybe like 10, 15 minutes ago. So for thirty nine thousand dollars, and it went to Nate Alex. If you look here, you can actually see Nate Alex bought another cosmic LeBron. January 3rd for $12,000. So he just paid 3x the money the money 2 weeks later and I know he actually already has another Cosmic LeBron. So he is now sitting on three Cosmic LeBrons and yeah, $39,000 LeBron James's NBA Top Shot moment is now officially more expensive than his Top's Chrome rookie. It's officially uh, more expensive than one Bitcoin and these moments are going insane. A lot of people have been hitting me up like, hey, should I sell? Should I buy in? What should I do? I'm going to be having a ton of investment, um, you know, uh, specified content towards NBA Top Shot very, very soon, uh, probably within the next week or so. I'm actually opening up a new channel to kind of dedicate to these moments. So once that's launched, I'll give you guys the info, the links, and you can follow it. And, and you know, if you're into Top Shot, we can kind of tap in because I know not everybody's into it, so I don't want to, like, you know, drown people with Top Shot Insight. Moving on to some sports cards, we saw one of my favorite cards in for an all-time high yesterday, the 1986 Fleer sticker of Michael Jordan. This one was a PSA 10, and it sold for $115,000, which is about half the price of his, you know, PSA 10 uh, Jordan rookie, which I think is going for like a quarter of a million right now. I absolutely love this card. I think it's super undervalued. It's something about stickers that just really do it for me. I have like a side sticker collection that I'm working on right now. In fact, if you check out my Instagram, you can see that I'm just like really into the stickers. I think it's going to trend right up there with his rookie. If the rookie hits a million, you know, I can see this hitting 500K. Um, I, I just think it's a, a great, great card and or a great sticker for that and, and just a great moment. So really excited to see this hit, you know, kind of a new all time high. And I think just like a rookie, it's going to continue to trend. Um, also, you know, if we're looking at 1986 Fleer, the uh, Akeem Olajuwon ended for $9,550. That's another PSA 10. People in my Discord group, they're really big on this card. I'm not that much like involved when it comes to 1986 Fleer. I'm doing some research now to kind of get my feet wet and, and you know, kind of understand it a little bit. But yeah, I mean, this one almost went 10K. I don't know if that's a consistent thing or not. I mean, I looked at some pop reports. It seems pretty consistent. But like in their mind, if Jordan's going to be hitting a million, then this one has some real potential. So let me know what you guys think about, you know, Akeem Olajuwon or what card you're looking at in 1986 Fleer. In more modern news, um, LeBron James' rookie, uh, his Bowman Chrome ended for about $9,400 yesterday via a best offer. Um, again, another, you know, kind of all-time high for that one. They were kind of trending around that 7 8, range. 
And I, I knew they were going to start, you know, going around that 9,000 price point. I actually put it in morning events yesterday. And I said, this card's up in price, but believe it or not, it's a whole lot cheaper than it used to be. And, you know, again, I'll get into that more on our, on our kind of dedicated podcast later this afternoon. I'll probably have that for you tomorrow. So yeah, that'd make a lot more sense to you guys within the next day or so. But yeah, I had, I had a general idea. This card was going to raise up. Um, my basis was, hey, if the Topps Chrome is up 80%, then the Bowman Chrome needs to be up higher than 20%. And I'm like, that gap won't last long. And we can see that gap's closing now. At the time of writing this, I think the last like previous auction was 8,000. And now we see it's up to 9,500. So yeah, no, no way the Topps Chrome, you know, almost doubles in price and then the Bowman Chrome doesn't. So, you know, we're probably going to see this one trend up a little more. I wouldn't be surprised that there was $12,000 by the end of the month. Another LeBron card that has recently sold was his Upper Deck Sweet Shot. Um, this one was numbered to $799, and it sold for almost $4,000 for a PSA 10. And, you know, this isn't anything special. I remember this card when I was a kid, but essentially what I'm trying to point out is that all LeBron James cards are just going to go up. You know, if you invest in a LeBron James rookie, you know, earlier this season, you, you haven't lost your money. I don't care if you got the toughest bazooka. You know, you just haven't lost your money. So LeBron's killing it right now. I'll continue to to track his price points. And I, I think this weekend, I take the weekend off from this podcast. So I think this weekend, I'm going to take a deep dive into the LeBron market and just see if I can find any steals. And then, you know, I'll report with, I'll report whatever I have come Monday, even if it's like, Hey, I didn't find anything. I'll make sure that you guys get an email come Monday about that. What else do we have here? Looking at a uh, 2009 James Harden's tops Chrome refractor, just set an all time high. This one essentially doubled in price. Um, over the last month or so, I want to say, I think this last sold for like $3,000 and, and now it's at 5,800. This is a PSA nine tops Chrome refractor. If we, you know, look at the market cap method and, and we start sensing the fact that James Harding is, is somehow now a fan favorite, then I think this card is extremely undervalued. I mean, 2009 tops Chrome is, is all time. It's the, the last tops Chrome set, I believe. I, I think it's undervalued at 5,800, especially if James Harden is, is, is like, under the anticipation of, of potentially winning his first championship. He's already got the scoring records. He already has the MVP title. If he can win a championship, then, then this, card needs, this card needs to be higher. So he's, he's one of the greatest scorers of all time, love him or hate him. So I, I think we'll continue to see that the trend. And, and that's only if the Brooklyn Nets can, can start pulling off some wins. Now, if they start looking like the Clippers, then, then yeah, I don't know if you want to buy this one. But I, I think it's a good gamble if you're, if you're a high-risk investor. Speaking of the Clippers, um, Kawhi Leonard's National Treasures rookie ended last night. We talked about these in the show yesterday, ironically. We saw Anthony Davis sold around 34000 And then we seen, you know, Kawhi Leonard follow that up with the BGS 9.5 sale of 30000 So, again, these 2012-13 National Treasure cards, they're super underrated, guys. I mean, if you have the money, it's worth looking into. I'm, this is not investment advice. It's, it's just that they're just they're just underrated, you know, and I, and I want you to look into them, obviously do your own research. But again, if Trey Young is selling 50,000 or Luca can get 100K, then, then why aren't these champions and superstars and, and 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 dominant players, you know, not even pulling in a third of that. So look into 2012 National Treasures. People are looking for ways to invest their money. Um, we're kind of seeing the modern cards are they're going down a little bit, you know, and I think people are starting to allocate their funds towards, you know, some more sure players and, and you know, who's more sure than guys from this 2012-13 set. So yeah, Kawhi's at 30K. I think there's some room to grow for players like Kyrie Irving. 
I think there's room to grow for guys like Tobias Harris. Like, you know, depending on how the Sixers continue to look, I think there's just some, some, some options out there. And you probably can get some of these for really, really cheap if you jump on them quickly. Once this news gets out that these are going 30K consistently, it's just a matter of time before the other ones go up. I mean, that's just how sports cards work. So supply and demand, I know they're horizontal and they're, they're not as, you know, attractive as today's national treasures, but that nostalgia is going to set in and, and, and these guys are all time in that 2012-13 draft class or, or, or Panini set. It's just it's just one of the greatest like years to invest in sports cards because you get so much value from there. So definitely, definitely, definitely look into those. Ending the uh, price you know market recap, I want to talk about Nikola Jokic's select silver. So we started the show off talking about him. Now we're going to end it talking about him. It sold for fourteen twenty five for a PSA ten select silver premier. I think that's an absolute steal. Um, I think if you're somebody who who has the money, if you have access to this card, it might be something to look into. It's so rare. The price point that is sold at is not far from the base card, um, from the base select, I should say. And it's a fraction, a fraction, like uh, it's, it's a big fraction of the, the, the PSA 10 Prism Silver. And though that card is rare and sought after, it, it doesn't need to be this far behind. So whoever picked this up, shout out to you. I think you got an absolute steal. I know the premier cards aren't sexy, but I mean, this one's just too rare to pass up on. And if Jokic can continue to dominate like this, he's going to get the same love that, that Doncha gets. He has the international appeal. He has like the, 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 he's going to relate to a lot of people who are just at home sitting on the couch. You know, he's kind of a big boy. He's out there doing his thing. And, you know, people are just going to relate to his, his basketball skill and his simplicity. And I, I think that's going to create a huge fan base for him, especially if the Denver Nuggets can start pulling out some more wins and really get that team together because we both know they have the talent to do it. So, yeah, great, great buy here. I think Select Silver, for the most part, is just super underrated. Anything outside of that 2018-19 draft class is underrated. You know, 2018-19 is kind of seeing the surge, but I think Jason Tatum, Select Silver is cheap. I think um, I, th- I think all of the Carl Anthony Towns, uh, Joel and B, there's a lot of the big guys. A lot of those big guys are dirt, dirt cheap. And I'm sure a lot of those guards and forwards are too. So do your research, use the market cap method, start looking at select, start comparing it to, to these different sets and really use that method to figure out, you know, what's a future play because it's just a matter of time before these things play out. So yeah, with that being said, I did drop the sports cards pick of the week yesterday. If you haven't subscribed to the newsletter to receive that, then definitely, definitely do so. I'll leave the link to that in the description as well. The market cap method still is on sale for those who didn't pick it up yesterday. We're talking about this a lot more now because we're starting to see people get educated. One thing I always said is that once people get educated, the market cap method is going to change the way that we invest because it it takes a little bit of education. It's going to take one person to pass it on to the next person. But once it happens and once it gets around to everybody, it's going to click and make sense. And you guys are going to be ahead of that curve. So get ahead of the curve, pick it up. It's still half off. Again, links down in the description. That's it for this one, guys. Hope you enjoyed the show. Let me know what you think I should do a podcast on. I'm going to start recording my regular podcast like I used to. Just me kind of sitting down in an intimate space. Let me know what episodes you're looking for, what questions you want answered in the comments. I'll catch you guys in the next one. Happy investing.